Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another podcast. Yo, what up? Bowen Go. <laughs> Old piece here. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I just exposed. You just doxed yourself. Doxed myself. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Hold on. Today, Volume's good? Yeah, it's straight. Yeah, today we're going to talk about finances, savings, and like how to get started, you know, when it comes to saving, etc. Stop being broke. Stop being broke. Like, how do you do it? Because people always ask themselves that question. It's like, okay, it's easy for someone that already made it, someone that already had money to talk about money and building companies. Of course, if you had a savings account with millions of dollars, you can go broke and open another one. But, like, right. when you're at zero, when you're starting, like, how do you get started? Yeah, like you know, like, for example, let's start with Bones. Like, when, when, when you were, like, 15, 16 years old, like, how did you start your first company? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, how did that go? You're too bad, nigga. <laughs> Don't fuck. You started, like, personal, tra- personal training or something? When I was 15. Uh-huh. Nigga, I was trapping. Okay. So let's move on to 25. <laughs> I was probably still trapping. 30. All right, look. Um, I would so say, that's a good analogy. So you, you didn't start right. to wear, like, so 30. I would, say, I would say, look, for me, it was... I didn't really get my shit together till I was like, or, or start to initiate trying to get my shit together till I was like 29, right? And that all happened because I had like an accident. So I couldn't like really do A much. car accident? I was in a, in a motorcycle accident. Oh, okay. Uh, I was in a, on Oh, that's what you hated when I had a bike. Got it. Right. Nah, that, that makes sense now. Okay. Right. Um, so that was a big wake up call for me um, because I was actually trying to get my shit together from, yeah. like, you, know, you know, my background, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I kind of didn't have the ability to, like, move around and, and do shit. I was injured for a long time. Mm-hmm. And so I had to, like, kind of just, I had a lot of time to think. I couldn't work. I couldn't go to school. I couldn't do anything. Um, and so I started to like, just kind of think, you know what I'm saying? Like, figure yeah. out, I got I to gotta do something. Yeah. And I started to um, just put down, like, I, I wrote a list of, like, the things that I like to do. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I don't want to work for anybody anymore. It's like working. Yeah. I, I, I think that's that. like every person's mentality, but it's not. Well, the thing is, is like I was willing to suffer because I was already broke. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like I couldn't go lower yeah. than that. That's the thing. Like I noticed that people that build something big, like they got companies that are successful and shit. They, they start from, from like from nothing. Like when they have oh, nothing yeah. to lose. Because it's not the same. It's not the same like. Let's say you got a job that you make eighty thousand dollars. Let's say let's say sixty five thousand dollars average American, you know, uh, salary a year, mm-hmm. sixty five grand a year. You're making sixty five grand. You don't want to lose that comfort to like see what happened opening a company or going, you know, in a path to open a business or something. So it's more difficult for some for for that person that is already comfortable to start a company, a business, or not even not, not just a company or business, but like working for themselves, you know, being like a self-employed. Yes, yes and no. Um, the thing is, you have to have the balls to to be willing to go broke um, for something that you love, right? Like mm-hmm. you, you want a future in something that you might enjoy. You kind of have to be able to take that risk. Yeah. You know? So before that, I did have a good job, right? So I knew I could always, like, figure out a way to get back to yeah. that type of job just because yeah. I already, you know what I mean, finessed my way into that business. Yeah. Um, and I was making good money, like, for back in the day, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I was making, like, 26 an hour, which was, for me, like... That's good. Yeah, it was back then, you know, talking good. about 12 years ago, something like that. Yeah. was amazing, especially here in Florida. 
plus minus inflation, that's probably like thirty something dollars an hour today. Right, money. right. Yeah. It was good, and you know, no kids, no no yeah. responsibility, you know, no debt. So it was it was good money. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was. I, I remember one of the causing one of the things that caused me to 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 want to shift into like doing my own business was that I really hated like listening to people. Yeah, yeah. Especially that I I knew I was. Or at least I thought it was a lot smarter than. Yeah. Um, so I just never wanted to go back to work, you know, even if, even when I got better. So I just thought about like the things that I'm good at. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I've always been into art. And that's very important. You know, right. like, like sitting down and, you know, be like, what am I good at? Because you, 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 you might want to do something. But if you're not good at that, you're well, yeah. not, not going to be successful, you, you, especially you, t- today. Today there's a lot of competition. So, like, let's say you want to be a painter, but you suck at painting. I mean, let's be real. You yeah. know, like you might be at high school and wanted to be a basketball player, but if you're not gonna be six five, you know, you're you know you're not gonna make it. You gotta be realistic. Like, you can love playing basketball, but you yeah. know you're not gonna make it. So I you mean, gotta you, be a little can, more you like can still. You can still like for like so you know not. You can still make it in basketball. You don't necessarily have to be an NBA player. You could be a coach for a college. You could yeah. be a, a, a high school coach. You could be. Yeah. You know, you're not gonna make the bag that you probably want. But if you're happy doing that, yeah, do that. You know what I'm saying? Um, you can still build a camp or something mm-hmm. like that. Just you know, there's there's different. You have to think about what you love and go for that, regardless to what what your, you know what I'm saying? Like you're saying genetics and stuff like that. You can yeah. still do something in that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like. Um, I might not be like the smartest guy, but I like crypto. I like NFTs and things yeah. like that. I have to find what I'm good at, what my strong point is, and, and yeah, yeah. shift in in that area yeah. something that I, that that might, you know, enable me to do that job. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be like creating an NFT. It yeah. could be something like maybe something that I expertise in. Like if you're good at coding, mm-hmm. but create contracts. You know what I'm saying? Like you're still in the NFT space. You're still making. You know, uh, uh, money from that from that space. You know, yeah, you, you'll still be able to do it. You don't necessarily need to be. You know, yeah. Like as a, as a, my thing, I got into photography. It was my first business yeah. that I did for myself, and um, was because like I actually liked video. And when, right? when 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 did you start doing the, the the photography? Literally when I was injured. So I, oh, I, so we're talking about like ten years ago. Well, I started doing photography before that. I would dabble in it. You okay. I'm saying I've always had you had it like as a hobby before. I always wanted to do video, not photography. Okay, gotcha. so I couldn't afford like a, a the type of cameras that you need to do like professional video. And now you can do professional but video on a phone. <laughs> that's the thing, right? So back then, DSLRs had just been invented. Mm-hmm. So it's like you, they had the ability to record video. Yeah. So I bought one of these cameras, mm-hmm. right? And um, I bought it before I got in the accident. So I had it was kind of just sitting around. I wanted to go to film school. Got in the accident, couldn't go. Mm-hmm. Um, ended up having this expensive camera. Couldn't use it. Couldn't move. Couldn't go do like shoot videos or anything, even practice. So I was like, fuck, what can I do right now to like become better at, um, you photography. know, not photography, but I was like, I can't do video. Cause, yeah. like, what am I going to do? I'm going to shoot a video of like my backyard. Yeah. I was like, yeah, why not? <laughs> Let me shoot the best video I can in my backyard and make that shit look lit. So I did that for a while. I started like just doing like um, the videos and just of like bugs and dragonflies. I'm gonna show you the video actually. I still got it. Yeah, that's fun. It was a dragonfly. I put a little music behind it, and I was just trying to get as creative as I possibly could. Um, but then I realized like I'm taking you know between then I was taking just regular pictures. Yeah. And um, I've always been good at Photoshop. 
I did like web designing and stuff like that before. It's funny that you say that because we we didn't even know each other. And like I'm thinking about right now, like about 10 years ago is when I started to get into the editing and all that stuff. Because right. uh, I remember when I was in high school, like um, I have a friend that he got like a, some uh, software that used to come and like pre-install and window. And we, start, we used to watch like a lot of anime and uh, we started like... Um, Making like this edited video about Na- uh, Naruto and all that shit, and putting music in the background, or like comparing to which one is better, which one is not, and uh, yeah, it's, it's what you say. Like, um, just get creative because I remember like after I started like editing videos and stuff. Um, uh, I remember like me like editing videos for people at high school and like charging a couple bucks. You know what right. I'm saying? So like. That's that's like an example how like something that you just do as a hobby or as a passion and then you just start like, you know, paying. Well, I, I wanted to make money, but I was like, I was limited. So I ended up taking pictures and I started editing those pictures. Okay. Um, I ended up sending some of those pictures of just like flowers and like, mm-hmm. like insects and like really high detailed photos to my lawyer. Because I was oh. like, remember I had the accident mm-hmm. and um, he ended up knowing uh, somebody that was involved in photography. I was like, I don't really want to do photography. I want to do video. Yeah. He was like, yeah, but you know, just a little side money or something. When you get better, you can you can start. Um, and uh, that person ended connecting me to somebody in a uh, in a magazine. It was like Brickle Magazine. And they were connected to Brickle Magazine, Keep okay. Magazine, Miami Magazine. So those are like local publications and stuff like that. Um, they offered to to put me on there. They they offered me like a, a page to advertise myself, and mm-hmm. um, it's, I guess you could kind of say it was like luck, mm-hmm. and like you said, networking. Yeah, but it networking. just so happened to happen like naturally. I yeah. wasn't trying to look for it or anything like that. And um, they they offered me a decent amount of money for like very small amount of work. Yeah, so I was just like, what the fuck, like. And, that, and they're that, gonna give me. 100% that's what I, that's what I always say. Like my my mindset, I was be like, networking is like one of the most important things. Cause like, I know people that they're not that good at something, but they know the right people, right? And they make a well, lot of money. That's everything. That's everything. And they make a lot of money. And, and I'll get more into detail, like what, what what how it's worked for me. Um, but as far as like the photography, that's how I got into it. Um, ended up working with the magazines. Did the type of photography that I really wasn't into. It was like events and things like that. Mm-hmm. But it was paying the bills. And I was making a, a, a lot of money, actually, because yeah. for every event, you know, getting you know, 400, 500 bucks. Mm-hmm. And I got to the point where, like, I already knew what I had to shoot. I had a, had a system. I was knocking this shit out in, you know, 45 minutes to an hour. Yeah. In 500 bucks. You know, at, at, at that time, to me, it was like a lot of money. Um, I would do that two, three times a week on yeah. the weekends. Easy bag, no bills, no mm-hmm. rent, nothing. Um, and I was injured, you know, so I'm like, yeah, why not? I, it was easy work. Um, did it for a while. That was like my first business. And then um, I did that for a long time till I got into like fitness. Mm-hmm. The reason I got into fitness was because, remember, I was injured. I was trying to do therapy on my, on my, on my injuries. Okay, interesting. And ended up in a gym that just so happened to be a bodybuilder gym. Gotcha. There was a coach there who was just like, yo, you got, you got like an athletic body. You can probably do bodybuilding. I'm like, yo, that's just mad gay. Uh, <laughs> whatever. I said, I said, I ain't. Guy gonna, flexing in underwear. I'm not going to put on no speedo. He's like, nah, they got this new category called men's physique. Yeah. Physique so when he, when, when he told me that there was a competitor in that gym and I seen him and I'm like, 
I could if he could do that shit, I could do it. Not on some hater shit. It's just yeah. like that nigga's whack. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> it sounds like he's still hating, right? But you know, realistically, you know, you know, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I seen him, I see myself, and I was like, yeah, I'll smoke him because I'm competitive. Yeah, like, I will smoke this nigga. Mm-hmm. So he started training me. You know, six months later, I did a, a competition. Got really involved in fitness. I'm still doing photography, so now I'm shooting. Yeah, now physique. you're shooting physique, guys. Right, That's what right. I'm saying. Like so, you have the and, photography and, background, and now you're well, working with the. I, I ain't even gonna hold you, bro. Like. Honestly, I went to these competitions. I see mad bikini chicks. I started giving them cards. Yeah. So I'm shooting that, chicks. That's something that people used to do back then, like yeah, a yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so now I'm shooting chicks. Mm-hmm. You know, I shot a couple guys or whatever. But my interest was really just sliding in these yeah. chicks, like DMs and shit, like creepy shit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I'm doing like And that's a smart shoots. move because realistically, like women spend more money than guys. Like that's a girl. A that's a fact. It's more willing to, it's more likely to like pay a photographer to do a photo shoot than a guy. A guy probably just like, Take up a picture with the phone and yeah, yeah. bye bye. No, no, dudes will pay too. Like those will those will pay good money. This depends. Like I, I started learning about social media and yeah. stuff like that, and I got more involved in Instagram. You know, the females would 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 be more interested. But I, I got a lot of guy clients, and um, I say there's more business in the f- uh, female. Well, side women are willing thing. to spend more money. Yeah, that's the thing. Like that, a guy won't give you yeah, you know, eight hundred. That's why clothing clothing sure. companies make more money with the female clothes. Well, yeah, blah, 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 just blah. because social media women yeah. sell more than dudes. Like yeah. you, it don't matter how like attractive the dude is, yeah. he'll 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 get on the gram. He'll get some views and follows, and there'll be some thirsty chicks that yeah. you know. But for the most part, every nigga on the gram is thirsty. Mm-hmm. I'm saying even if you don't, you ain't that type of dude. You're still gonna look. You're gonna like. You yeah, know what I'm saying so. You, they get the views. Um, anyway, so I started doing that, um, but I started losing the love for the photography because like I was so into in bodybuilding, bodybuilding and, tra- and training. Now I'm training people too, yeah. Right, so I started like I started learning. Now I'm teaching people, yeah. And people were like starting to offering me money, like yo, like you know you should, I'll pay you. Mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying because I would get cut short just because like I'm trying to help so many people, but I don't, I didn't have the time to do it because I'm, I got my photography business. And I'm trying to like like prep myself, and I'm helping a few friends. Mm-hmm. So people started offering me money. So I'm doing that. Um, I started getting more interested into like the fitness stuff. So now I'm slowly becoming a coach, and and the photography was becoming a hindrance. Where I was like, God, God, oh, God. man, like I gotta go shoot this fucking chick. You know what I'm saying? I gotta shoot yeah, yeah. this nigga. Um, and then I would shoot them, and I'd hold, I would have their fucking pictures for like a month and a half because I just didn't yeah, want to yeah, sit yeah, there yeah. and edit this shit. Um, and it got to the point where it was like. I'm very artistic, right? So, like, I always, I have to do something to the photo. Yeah, like, yeah. I, it, it has to look, like, high-end. I don't, motherfuckers just want a picture. I'm like, take that shit with your phone. Like, yeah. you paying me for this. I'm gonna, this is the type of photography I do. Um, highly edited, you know, obviously. Um, some people don't like that. Some people want to, like, no, I just want some regular shit. Something more okay, natural. Well, 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 hire a fucking natural photographer. That's yeah, not yeah. what I do. So, I, it just got into that. I was mm-hmm. like, fuck it. I don't want to do this no more. So, slowly, I started making money off of fitness. You know, I was like, I don't really need to. And if you think about it, that 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 style that you have with photography worked better with bodybuilding because bodybuilding is everything is to the stream, right? You know, like you want to look freaky, bangs, abs, everything has to look freaky, right? So like because you like to edit the picture, and it more, was it was good for like bodybuilding in general is not natural, yeah. So your yeah. style of photography that was it a little bit more high high edited, so it was perfect for bodybuilding. I, I'll tell you, I'll tell you. Where it kind of ended for me because like I was shooting this one guy who um you know great physique met him at, a, at one of the competitions whatever ended up shooting him um I'm already like out of the magazine business like mm-hmm. I don't want to shoot events no more that's just whack blah blah whatever mm-hmm. I'm strictly shooting fitness shit like you know 
yeah. supplement co uh, company stuff and but and before you be, before you move to that to the um, phase uh bodybuilding now is paying your bills so now you can have the luxury well it's to paying my bills in the sense that i'm doing photography for bodybuilding mm -hmm. and coaching people yeah you know what i'm saying so yeah it's 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 100 fitness related at this point mm -hmm. um i basically had an opportunity where i did like a shoot with that one guy and um ended up somebody ended up seeing my, my photo on social media i used to put it on a bunch of different like photography pages and stuff like that google plus as well mm -hmm. back then Um, so I would get a lot of views. I had I had crazy followers actually for my photography page. I had like twenty five thousand at the time, mm -hmm. which you know, and that was natural. This yeah, was back in the day. Yeah, like so that was crazy numbers. Like mm -hmm. I had, I was up there with like a lot of like top tier photographers who had you know forty fifty k. I was still at like mid tier twenty five. So somebody ended up seeing that picture. Um, I got a crazy offering for it uh, to put it on a billboard. Right. Okay. I had to go, um, I don't remind you, like I did this photography shit, I didn't go to school for it. I had to get a release form from every single one of the businesses that were in the photo. Oh my God. So I'm trying to be slick. I, I like edited all the, the, the signs off <laughs> you, of the shit. You got one and then changed the name <laughs> and on the top. They were like they were like they were like they were like, That's cool and all, but like we, we need know. we need to get the the release. Like you gotta go there and get the yeah, release yeah. forms from all of them. And there was this one bank that I could not get a release form from. Like, for whatever reason, I couldn't get in contact with somebody who had the power of authority yeah, to yeah. do that. So I lost I lost that bag, bro. And um, there was going to be, like, residual income, stuff like that. Like, I was yeah. going to make some good money off that one photo, which, you mm -hmm. know, kind of motivated me to kind of stick around and keep doing it. Um, but that happened, and it completely demotivated me. I was like, yo, you know what? Fuck photography. Like, I'm not doing yeah. shit anymore. <clears throat> so, um, you know, I just started... Focusing on fitness and it's kind of easy for me to <clears throat> excuse me to sell shit on like whatever it is that I'm doing. Mm -hmm. So my thought process when it comes to like business is if I'm gonna if I'm gonna do uh, coaching, I'm gonna sell you supplements. I'm gonna sell you clothing. I'm gonna sell you yeah, the full package. Food. I'm gonna sell you yeah, yeah. Like, you know you know what I'm saying training sessions. I'm gonna sell yeah. you everything. I'm gonna do everything. Like gotcha. like I I, I seen uh, one of my one of my friends. He's a he's a coach as well. You know, Omar. Omar. Mm -hmm. Motherfucker does hair, nails, all that shit. He's a gangster ass dude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I didn't want to take it to that point. Yeah. Because I just said I got no interest in like hair and nails. Mm -hmm. But I thought that was dope, man. It's like you, 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 you're making money from literally every single aspect. Yeah. Of you, you are, the, you are like, um, how's it called? Because you're doing everything, your clients you're don't, have to, don't have to do don't anywhere have, else. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the motherfucker made the and, that, and, that, and that's good for you and for yeah. the client because if you think about it, like now the client trusts you, so they don't have to like go around to find another person well, that does whatever they need to do. Right. If you become an expert in each exactly. one of those things regarding bodybuilding, exactly, and, and you're good. We actually, um, at the time, was married. Uh, Uh, you know, uh, she ended up learning how to make bikinis. So now we're selling bikinis also, like, yeah. with, with, you know, those the yeah, yeah, stones the, and all for that. competitions. Yeah. And so we're making money off everything. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. Um, and that's my thought process. Mm -hmm. uh, so we, 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 I let go. And I was still doing photography. Like, if a bodybuilder hit me up, yo, I want, I want to do this. Mm -hmm. I used to offer that and part of the package. So it's like, yo, if you go, and I used to offer it as like, got an it, incentive. Like, like, if you years. get top three. Yeah. If you give me 100%, you, you get top three. I'm going to do a free photo shoot, give you five free photos, professionally yeah. done, and, if you and think, a video. if you think about it, that's a win-win for you and for the athlete. Right, right, right. Because right. the athlete get a free photo shoot and yeah. you get more... Promotion. Promotion. Right, right. So that actually... So I would do videos, like, like uh, um, you know, behind-the-scenes videos, and mm -hmm. those were the ones that would get me, like, clientele gotcha. for, from other people. So it was like... It was kind of... I was still doing it. I, I just yeah. wasn't going 100%. I, that wasn't yeah. my main focus. 
So that's how I didn't I think about that, but that's crazy. So like now you're creating content in the I mean, background with someone that is paying you to 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 train them. So it's a win-win. I'm, I'm making money all around. Yeah, I'm making money. So all the around. client is happy because now they got videos of photos. you know the photos of and their they're doing progress. They're winning. Because they're winning. They're doing great. Incentive. And then right. you're making content, and that content is getting you more clients. Right. And and you see how I used to treat, treat my clients like yeah. I was hard on them. Like yeah. You, you, you would you if you didn't you you weren't getting first place. I yeah. Wasn't you're leaving in my house the last week before competition. Last two weeks, I would move yeah. motherfuckers in my house. Straight yeah. up. Or I'd be on their ass like literally from the morning like a drill sergeant. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, it's just because, like, I like to do things right. I, I like to, like, when I do something very, you know, uh, very involved, I, I, I'm very competitive. I want to win everything. Yeah. I don't want second place. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And if somebody, if I'm, if I'm working with somebody that isn't willing to go to that, to that level, I just won't fuck with them. I've given people 100% yeah. of their money back. You know what I'm saying? Halfway through the process. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Like, I just like to win because that's what brought me more clientele. Mm-hmm. Anybody that wanted to fuck with me was like, all right, this nigga knows what he's doing. Yeah. So they'd hit me up. And, you know, if I if I told them, nah, this is how much I charge, niggas will pay it. You know what I'm saying? Because they seen the results. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, end of the day, um, you know, that, that was my thought process with that. Like, just doing everything regarding bodybuilding. And um, it was good. You know, it was good. Yeah, but when, when do you start the food company? Well, that was part of bodybuilding. So okay, now, so you, so why did you want doing all that? You started the food company. I started doing that because like I'm already doing nutrition for people. Like I'm doing the diets. I'm doing the, okay. the you know the the, the supplementation. Got um, it. I'm doing I'm doing everything. Gotcha. Hair, like not hair, but like 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 the the bikinis, the 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 the, the posing. We were even teaching people how to pose. Like we were charging everything. Consulting. Like mm-hmm. you call me, you know you're not you're not you're not paying me for coaching. You're paying me for for my time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so. Like we were sending people to to different meal prep companies, and at the time there wasn't like these mom and pop stuff uh, uh, meal prep companies like there are now. There's a thousand. You look one up, you can find yeah. one up the street from you. Um, they were mostly like like high end. Like you had to look them up online, and it was never gotcha. you couldn't customize them to how we needed it. Mm-hmm. Um, so one day we're 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 coaching. I mean, we're you know training some people at the gym. And one of one of my close friends was just like, "Yo, uh, he saw my meals. Mm-hmm. You know, my my wife, uh, my ex wife at the time, so I uh, used to prep my meals. And um, you know, obviously, I was a competitor, so she was like measuring everything. Everything was like perfectly portioned. And he was just like, "Yo, where did you get those?" And I was just like, "Nah, she, you know, she she made these joints." And um, they were like, "Oh, um, how much how much would she charge me to do it for me?" I was like, "Like, bro, she don't." It's like not a business, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But then like my yeah, yeah, yeah. on top of my head. Click. Yeah. I was like, hold on. Hold on. back. <laughs> and I went and I told her, I was like, yo, how much you? She started laughing. I'm like, no, I'm serious. Like, how much would you charge? You know? And she was just like, oh, I don't know. So I just came up with a number. I did the math real quick. Mm-hmm. Went up to him. It was like fucking like the lowest price I could, you know, because it was like my friend. Yeah. I think it was like six bucks, bro. Yeah, like you cannot get meals for six bucks now. Just, no, it's so we weren't even we were barely making profit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like like after after we did you know bought, bought the containers, bought you know mm-hmm. food, everything, and and the time that it took, um, we were barely making money. But that's how we started that. So now we're you know now, now I implemented that into my coaching. Right so, now you have that in the in the package. Right. Um, obviously, we raised the price as 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 I learned. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Um, but I would add that to the package. Like yo, if you if you if you're coaching with me, right? Like if if you let me coach you, 
for the three months that you're you're under you know not contract you got you know a discount for, you got a discount so the, what I, all I did was you know obviously this is marketing yeah. one on one basics right you know I, I usually charge eight dollars but since you're buying the package we're gonna leave it you know for six seventy five or seven dollars mm-hmm. some shit like yeah. that it's a big discount you know it's you know ten ten dollars off each each week or whatever which yeah. adds up whatever mm-hmm. over, over time um, so people would buy in buy buy the food buy the buy the coaching buy the you know the the the, the bikinis buy the posing buy like so we were making like crazy bank. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually, it got to the point where like there was people who weren't interested in bodybuilding. Mm-hmm. They were they were going to the gym. These all the people were like gym people, yeah. but they wanted they wanted meal prep. So mm. I, um, you know, I was not going to say no to money. Yeah, of course. Now we're taking on so many clients that. Um, so you like transition from transition. being like niche to bodybuilding only to open more. Well, started no because we did we stuck to bodybuilders mm-hmm. so we stuck to bodybuilders we were just doing like strictly bodybuilders because mm-hmm. it was it was easy somebody was on a prep they had to deal with us for the next three months yeah. unless they quit you know what i'm saying gotcha. um but we would we would just do bodybuilders just because like bodybuilders don't give a fuck yeah like we were keep, keeping it simple they wanted jasmine rice um chicken breast yeah. sweet potato ground turkey you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying yeah, so yeah. we would do the same thing we weren't getting too creative nothing like that we started getting creative a little bit later. Yeah, when you're in bodybuilding, you don't you don't you, care. You, you, you don't, don't, don't care about. It. You just want nah. to you get your calories Gains. in, and that's it. Yeah. Right, you need your fuel. That's it. Mm-hmm. So we did that for a while, just because it was simple. We made a bunch of it and just fucking served it and delivered it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, a lot of mistakes were made, and we figured it out as we went. But that's how we transitioned because we ended up getting so much work that mm-hmm. it was hard for me to like do that, coach people, and train myself. I eventually had to quit like myself. I couldn't compete no more. Yeah. So now I'm focusing on people like like clients and stuff like that on the coaching part and training people and having to show up after like working all night and doing like these meal prep and, mm-hmm. and deliveries and all that stuff. Um, got to the point where it was like overwhelming. So I kind of let go. Of, I started to prioritize what's making the most money right now. Yeah. And it was the meal prep, you know. And do you think that uh, in your case specifically, what's more important the fact that you were competing and making a name for yourself and that was bringing more people or the networking, like meaning like meeting more people, going to different gyms and training because you were training people on different gyms. You were not just going to a single gym. You were going right. to UFIT. You were yeah. going to the other gym. So like, do you think was, that was more important, meaning like the networking or it was more important um, the fact that you were competing, winning and like, Getting clout. Well, well, the the competing and winning and like like getting a name out there kind of just initiated my my reputation. Okay, right? so people knew like they seen me at shows, they seen I was winning shows and mm-hmm. I was doing good. So people wanted to just be around me just to to pick my brain about that stuff. Those are the core people that got me, like the coaches that I coached coaches. So gotcha. it was like they had a bunch of people in their network. Yeah. So knowing the top people, like getting to meet those people, yeah, kind of put me in a position where I was like. Anything that I wanted to do in fitness, I, I knew somebody that knew somebody that yeah. want, needed that. So yeah. um, what was more important, I guess, like you said, like just the networking, it, it just all happened naturally. It wasn't like something I intentionally did. Yeah. I won shows. I met a lot of people. People wanted to fuck with me because I was doing good. Yeah. I started training people. And to be honest, back then, bodybuilding was like a very, very like good and tight community. Oh, yeah. Not not right now. Right now, everyone's like spread out. And it's a little different. But like back then, bodybuilding was... A very like family and like a, a good a good community because like a lot of people that I know now in different like businesses and like have different jobs 
I'm from my days when I used to compete. Like, you know, I'm into the bartending and all that stuff. Like, I know bartenders are working over there. I know bartenders are now dealing with crypto. I know bartenders are now got their real estate license and the realtors. And, uh, because at the end of the day, it's it's what, um, um, this guy said, um, uh, I think it was Dwayne, Dwayne, Dwayne Johnson? No. I think it was Arno. Well, whatever. Someone said that, uh, no matter what you do, everybody goes to the gym. Like, Like you can be a realtor, you go to the gym. Yeah, you can cool. be bodybuilding, you go to the gym. You can be a football player, you go to the gym. Like a normal person that just want to lose a little bit of weight, stay in shape, you go to the gym. So the gym is a good community to meet people and network. Right, there's mm-hmm. people from all walks of life. Yeah. So that's one of the things I, I would meet people who did. Yeah. I, I knew surgeons, I knew lawyers, I knew cops, I knew. That's what I love you know what going to the gym, and I feel like it's very important because you get to meet people from different. Um, uh, Social status and, and have right. different type of business also. Right. So so that was the thing. So one of the things I learned, and, and this is like common sense, you know, mm-hmm. like, and, and I realized this, especially in meal prep, we were serving people who were like, this is why we got away from bodybuilding. Mm-hmm. You know, bodybuilders are spending a lot of money on bodybuilding, but they'll stop. They'll, you know, yeah. Once the prep is over, that's it. You lose that money. You lose that clientele. Um, we started dealing more with like, like mothers. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they just had babies. They're trying to lose weight. Um, you know, you had them for at least nine months. So now we upgraded the the, the retention rate okay. with the clientele gotcha, by, gotcha, by gotcha. focusing more on those people. Mm-hmm. You meet one person that just had a baby. You know what she's gonna do? She's gonna recommend you to her cousin who's pregnant. So mm-hmm. she, you know what I mean? Yep. So that's how we started getting transitioning away from bodybuilding. Um, we ended up uh, uh picking those type of clientele. Um, and like you said, a lot of them were like in, you know, uh, uh you know, like the, the nightlife business, and um. That's my dog in the background. You gotta go. Um, anyway, so uh, we started transitioning, and and uh, we ended up having like like we. It, it's a weird mix. We went from bodybuilding to like mothers mm-hmm. to like nightlife because we knew one person who was like a bartender, and she recommended us to like a bunch of her like uh, bouncer friends, and the bouncers mm-hmm. re- recommended us to all their boys and stuff like that, and. So now we're like on all the strip clubs in yeah. Miami, yeah, yeah, and um, we were doing good. Like we just we the, a lot of those those uh, bouncers were like bodybuilders as well. So we kind of like circled back mm-hmm, around, mm-hmm. but they weren't like competitors. So it was just guys who just wanted yeah. to be big, and and so they would stick around longer. And the thing is, like people that in the nightlife, bro, like you don't have time to do shit because when you, you work from let's say eight p.m. or like ten p.m. to like four in the morning, bro, yeah. when you wake up the next day at twelve, you don't feel like cooking. You don't feel like doing none you of just that tired. shit. You just you're just tired and you make good money because i'm in that industry and you know i know that you make really good money on that on that industry so you got money you make money every day because you get tips so for you, you just it's just different you know yeah so i i started i started to you know work with those those type of people and you know it's because if you got one club you were getting almost everybody in that oh club. yeah so everybody would fuck with you mm-hmm. uh so we're, we're taking 15 20 different meals to like one place so mm-hmm. it's like one delivery quick quick fucking you know couple bands you know mm-hmm. easy 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 money um then from there bro it's just like i i kind of got emotionally involved with the business which kind of yeah it's not a good thing when whenever you do that because um uh, it's good to care about your clients but when you care about them so much that you know it stresses you out and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. um you start to take less clients on you start to focus more on like specific yeah, I, clients specifics in your diet and that kind of made me um uh get more clients in the sense that i was 
getting clients that 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 were becoming my friends and they were sticking around for a long time. So our okay. retention rate went up, but our clientele numbers went down because mm-hmm. we were so focused on doing specific yeah. diets for these people who were like obese or needed help uh, for their health. Yeah, and that's kind of where I ended up being, um, just helping people that need help mm-hmm. rather than like bodybuilders for vanity reasons. Oh, yeah. I want to get skinny because I want to get abs so I can get bitches in the summer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we kind of, well, I, I kind of, cause you know, I went through the divorce, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of just went that direction where it's gotcha. like, I, and, and I care more for it. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's a little bit more, um, satisfying for me personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, it, it is stressful at times because you, you do want people to do good because you know, the reason they need it. Yeah. Um, but it does make it easier for me to stick around and keep doing this. You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? Because now uh, you're stressing a lot more if you see that that person that is obese and not losing right. the weight that they should but lose. But at the same time, when you see yeah. that they lost, you know, 40, 50 pounds and like yeah. you, you changed their life, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like it's more satisfying. And I'm not like, I'm not like a fucking like happiness hippie or nothing like mm-hmm. that, but you know, it feels good sometimes, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And, and, and if you're making money at the same time, you yeah. know, it's, it, why not? And, uh, and and let 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 me ask a question. Like let's, going back to like when you started the, the 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 meal prep company, like how did you got the LLC? Like how like did you save some well, money before, or you I, just went like whatever happened, it happened. They just opened an LLC nah, and go so, for it. So 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 I had already started LLCs just because I was curious about like I, I so even before the photography, even before when I still had like business and stuff like that, I ended mm-hmm. up reading Rich Dad Poor Dad um, book book right mm-hmm. right um when i was still working okay and i was like that's when i started to transition my mind right like where mm-hmm. i was like i had already gotten a job so mm-hmm. i'm like i left the hood shit behind i was still you know mm-hmm. making my little bread on the side whatever but i wanted to transition and become like like a, like a ceo or whatever mm-hmm. like you know what i'm saying i didn't know what the fuck i wanted to do yet but i i had the idea that i wanted to do something mm-hmm. so i created an llc i think it was for like web designing or some shit like that oh, okay. i never did anything with it but i just wanted to create it to like to, 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 like, I guess... To test the water. Yeah, just to, to say, I, I guess to, I don't know, fucking say I was a CEO, bro. Like, yeah. Just flexing on myself. Type how, shit. How about, I know somebody right. that did that. So, um, <laughs> basically, I just, I just... Um, you, you were not that type of guy that used to, like, go to the club and be like, hey, I'm the CEO. Look of, at my LLC no, car no, here, right? Because yeah, I, I, I know a guy, I know a guy that's just like that. Yeah, and, yeah no, I know a guy too, but <laughs> I, I was just, I was just, I just wanted to... I, I was always willing to spend money to experiment and learn something new. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I've, I've always been the type, like, I'd buy courses and shit like that. And, like, mm-hmm. just sit in my room for, like, two, three weeks just fucking studying some shit. Niggas would be like, yo, what the fuck happened to you? Where you been? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, like just tell them, like, some bullshit. I never told people I was, like, learning stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I always thought, like, nerdy shit was whack. <laughs> so I used to low-key do nerdy shit. But, you know, it was like, I was like a closet nerd, nigga. Yeah, yeah. For me, so... um I, I, I kind of just ended up um, doing it. And, and so I already knew how to like create that. I also had like a friend who was like, like, he had like a business degree and he would, we would have conversations and I would always be like, yeah, that's been interesting. And he used to try to get me to stop doing like fuck shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and he would talk to me about business. He was like, yo, if you, if you were to do this, the same thing you're doing there, but do it over here, you'd be making legit money and you'd be doing probably more numbers and you would have to worry about this, this and that. And I'm like, yeah, all right, cool, cool. So we would have those conversations. So I had an idea. You know what I'm saying and then when I needed it, like the, when I, he actually created my first LLC, like he helped me out with that. Okay. And so from there, I just kind of already know how to do it. So when I when I started the photography shit, I had to create one because I, you know, obviously I, I had to pay my taxes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like I'll fuck with anybody. Like I, I'm I'm with it. Like I'm you know I'll I'll do whatever, but I will never fuck with the IRS. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, no, that's a no, no. that's what, that's the one thing that I was always like like you know uh, 
luckily aware of yeah you pay your taxes and that's it bro yeah yeah yeah, yeah don't when fuck, you when you if you if you're legit try you to gotta play pay with taxes. the fucking irs no nah, because nah, nah. that's you, no you joke lose. They'll, they'll just all they'll do is slide a fucking uh, uh envelope into your mailbox and you gotta deal with it and you're you fucked you like it you don't like it you gotta deal with it yep but anyway so yeah that's that's pretty much like that and for LLC. people that don't know like do you have to how, how do you open an lc like i mean i did it online i do everything okay. online you got online you do it you don't yeah. need no money hmm I think I think then I don't know how much it is now, but I think then it was like 130 something bucks total. Yeah, like if you okay. did it yourself, if you paid somebody, I think it was like 250 or some shit like okay. that. Okay. Um, my boy helped me, so he kind of yeah. just showed me. It was a little bit confusing. But then there's all the expenses when you had to like get trademark for. Well, no, I, so I tried to trademark my. The first time I tried to trademark something was when I had uh my name right because I okay. ended up owning my name. Dot com. Okay. Like not even my full name, just just my first name. Mm-hmm. Um, so I owned it and, and I was like, oh, I got to trademark this shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? When I seen how much it cost to trademark, bro, I was like, oh, maybe when I make a little bit more money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what was the number? Uh, like five racks? It was in, it was in the thousands. Yeah. Yeah. I was just that like. That sounds about right. Cause I, remember, I, I think I, it was like five, five back then. Yeah. Like cause five, I know five. a guy like, like two years ago, like he was just like opening a clothing company. He, he wanted to trademark. Uh, then That's the reason I wanted to trademark. Yeah. The clothing the, company as well. The clothing company. And it was like around $5,000. Yeah. Because I was doing the, the fitness stuff. So I yeah. wanted to start selling stringers. Yeah. So it, it was I, You want to go clothes, food, well, I did everything. everything. I was doing everything. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, we, we actually bought all the cloth. We went, yeah. we went to If you have money factors. to like do bodybuilding toilets, you would have done it. <laughs> yeah, no, no, but we were, we were, we were, yeah, oh, yeah, for sure, dog. No, we were trying to do everything, and and um, we actually did a lot of research, bro, for like a year. Mm-hmm. Like we were going to different places, trying to find, you know, people who like like made clothing, like like from yeah. scratch and stuff like that. Um, I don't know how you how do you how you say it, but like the people sew, I guess I don't know. Um, and we were going to different like fabric places and like like factories and mm-hmm. checking out different fabrics. Like we we bought a bunch of fabric, you know what I'm saying? Like we were trying to get into it. Um, but we was just we had so many things going on. Like I told you, you know, we I, I well I stretched myself too thin because I was the one that was doing pretty much all the business part. You know, she would do some of the labor part, like the cooking, and and you know, gotcha. she had her clientele as well that I would give her, gotcha. I would hand to her, um, and then she started doing good. She and just so people know, like I, you didn't have like no employees. I was like you just by um, yourself. We, on we the did we did end up having some employees um, when we first started um, on the meal prep part. Um, because we needed help, like the deliveries. No, but I'm saying, like at the very beginning, like you, it was no, just, we just, just did, you, we did it. And, you know, and, and making your own, making the food, you training the people, right. you taking the photos, you editing the photos, doing everything. I, yeah, and I, and I think that's important. You you need to know every aspect of your business. Yeah. Um. So it it happened naturally, just because like, and I, and, I, and I'm saying this like for people that are listening, like they don't get like um overwhelmed thinking like, oh, if I op- I gotta open a business, I have to get. Uh, employees, I had to get this, I had to get that. No, like so, start slow. Yeah, I like I like that you said that because I, we, we we do have a friend in common who who starting a business now and and he has all the wrong ideas. Mm-hmm. He, he you know and and and, and I, you know everybody has their process. They can do things however they want. Um, but I think the most important thing when you're starting a business is what is the fastest way to to start making profit so that I can start exactly, funding this business? Exactly, exactly. Um, because you don't want to be caught in a situation where you start a business and you're not really making money for a long time. And that that's for most businesses. Mm-hmm. You don't really start making profit for a yeah. long time. But um, you you want to cut that time frame 
as as short as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you you know if 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 um, unless it's a hundred percent necessary, you don't need a fucking office. You don't yeah. need a website. You don't need like if you have a business, like if you have a, 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 a some type of uh, you know uh, idea or something mm-hmm. that you can offer people, some service that you can offer people. Don't worry about all the other shit. Make sure that you're doing it legally, obviously. Get your LLC, you know, get everything, you know, in line with, with the law. And then worry about, like, making sales. Yeah. Get some money. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Then after you make, you know, enough money that you can throw money at fucking a website or having somebody run your social media or renting an office, yeah, um, don't worry about that shit, man. Like, try to get your money up. Like Make get, sure that your business is even like worth get, having an office. Get employees as you grow. Like, for example, if you want to, like, give him, like, just what we're talking about, I don't know, the, the, the fitness, um, the meal prep company, sorry. Like, you start cooking the meals, and then if you have too many clients and you cannot keep up with it, then hire a sous chef. Hire a sous chef. Yeah. And then if you need, then if you need someone to do the deliveries because, it's, it, you know, like, you have way too many clients, yep. so you hire someone to do that, and then you just keep going from there. You know, right. but if, at the beginning, if you can do everything, you just do everything by yourself. I mean, you, you, you can, uh, unless you, like, yeah. unless you have a lot of money, which kind of, you know, we're, we're talking about people who don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, if you're starting from scratch, you want to start your own business. Just put in the work, man, and, and, you know, figure it out as you go. Mm-hmm. And then if, if you're making enough money to the point where, like, you can hire somebody or hire somebody to do half of it, yeah, start bringing them in. And, and, and find that, that balance between can you pay someone a, a, a good salary and also get profit? Because, you know, it can get to, a, to the point that you have a lot, of, a lot of clients for you to handle yourself, but they're not enough for you That's, to have. More That's the hardest part. Employees, is that window? You know, is that window? That window is the hard part. Yeah, yeah. Trying to trying to go from like it being good money for you while you're doing it by yourself, and you having to take a giant chunk out of that to make it worth the person's while that you're yeah. trying to hire. Mm-hmm. That's hard. You because you have to jump a, a quite quite a big hurdle because if you're at the point where like you can't take no more clients, mm-hmm. but you're making decent money, it's hard to to take from that money, right? And and cut it in half so you yeah can, cut your you profit can, you so you have a else. space to get more clients. Well, yeah, because what what you would have to do realistically is like kind of let's just say we got to the point where we're at a, a maximum, right? Like say I don't know thirty was our maximum like potential mm-hmm. for the small the, the you know the size of the kitchen we had and how much work we had to put in and how much time we had and the detail that we would put and quality into the into the service. Um, you would have to jump to like forty. Mm-hmm. For you to hire somebody else, and that was extremely hard because you're, you're mm-hmm. talking about like not sleeping. Mm-hmm. You're talking about you know fucking making mistakes because you're exhausted, mm-hmm. forgetting shit, losing clients. So it's like a bouncing between like yeah. thirty and thirty five for like you know weeks and weeks, and, mm-hmm. and then finally pushing through to thirty seven, and then finally getting to forty, and then you know what I'm saying trying to hire somebody, yeah. and then that window goes back down. So it's like you got to kind of like and when when you get to the forty client now, you're like okay, now I can hire somebody, but, but now you, you got to find that. it. No, you have to well, find the person, find person right. and that takes a minute. Oh, it takes a long time, <laughs> especially depending on the position because so meal prep is, is, is kind of, it's risky. You're dealing with food, right? Mm-hmm. So any mistake is, is a potential lawsuit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you, 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 you have somebody who's allergic to, to nuts and you hire some idiot who just doesn't give a fuck. He's half asleep. He has three jobs, mm-hmm. you know, picks, picks up the meals in the middle of the night goes drops it off to the wrong person the person gets nuts in their shit 
they pop the shit open and start eating. They notice there's nuts there. They fucking start choking your fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so it's like, you got to make sure that whoever you hire is like, even even that, bro. Like, mm-hmm. your delivery person has to be on point. Because, like, yeah. if a person gets the wrong food, it could be dangerous. Yeah. You know? And not just that. Let's just say it's something simple. Like, yo, they don't like fucking onions. I mean, mm-hmm. You just gave this person a meal with a bunch of onions. They're going to call you pissed off. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You got to be able to deal with that and, you know, have thick skin and, and kind of just deal with that problem. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, hiring somebody is, is also, it's uh, hard. It's, it's hard. The story of your life. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much, bro. I mean, now it's like, uh, I still dabble in everything. Like I still, you know, I still have online clients and stuff like that. Um, I don't really promote anything. Yeah. I've never been the type to like try to get like shout outs or like like i i did when i was competing and stuff like that mm-hmm. but it wasn't about like trying to get clientele it's just me getting clout up i don't yeah. know for what i just I, that's what niggas did mm-hmm. on instagram um but as far as like business wise like especially like with the meal prep right a lot of people like oh i think you should go to this gym and you should um you should try to promote like set up a table and like yeah. I, I did it twice you know how much you know you know how many clients we got how many zero Oof. you know how many people we fed 40, 50. Wow. For what? So we were wasting money. People hit you up and like, oh, no, yeah, no, I'll take your card. Like, cool, yeah. What's your Instagram? Mm-hmm. They'd add you. They'd never buy food. That's crazy. Somebody that wants to buy food, you don't have to give them a sample. Mm-hmm. You don't. Like, if they're interested, yeah, they want food, they want to try it out, they'll buy it. You know what I'm saying? Anybody who's bullshitting is just going to waste your time mm-hmm. and waste your money. So I stopped doing that completely. And I have people always telling me, well, why don't you promote on Instagram? I don't need to. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Like, power and word of mouth it's, it's, is, it's, is crazy. It's, it's, it's funny you say that because I think that for someone that's starting a new business or a company, um, is bro, like I keep saying it, like networking is one of the most important things because uh, uh, I think you will get more client by recommendations right. than actually like trying to advertise something. Because if you think about it, like for example, anything you buy, Let's say when you get something and you're eating and a friend asks you like, oh, where did you get that? Oh, I got it in this place. They're gonna go now on. you go get it. Right. So it's my, more. My, my thing with that is like it's everything to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because like I've had I've, I've had like clients hit me up through Instagram. Like we opened yeah. up an Instagram. Because I know people that they think like social media, like you can get just just advertise your business in social media and you're going to get like a lot more sales than uh you'll make money than networking you'll, you'll you can money. do that but you have to throw a lot of fucking money you you're going to you're going to invest for that and that's cool like you could do that yeah. too it, because it, think of, think of, think about it like yourself when you when you're scrolling in social media like if you see an ad do you watch the whole ad no you just fucking skip it bro it Unless can be I'm, I'm like really interested yeah in it can have to be yeah. something very very interesting for you to stop to watch the advertisement right so you might know that stuff is around but unless you see it like all the fucking time, like here in my garage. Yeah, like you know, like all the <laughs> like, time. Like you know those ads that you see like everywhere. Uh, like for example, like the shit about the the keeps for your hair. That it got to a point that that shit was like literally everywhere. You know. So one second, like Bones is dealing with his dogs. But like yeah. For example, like keeps. There was a point that that shit was like literally every single like um, um, social media person was like a sponsor by keeps. They were like, so you were watching the video, and the the the, the, the whatever you were watching, 
highlight three ads about keeps. And then yeah. the host on the video was talking about keeps. And then you watch a different video from uh, a total different niche, something else, cars or whatever. And that person also is sponsored by Keeps. So, like, you can tell that they spend a lot of money sponsoring all these people and ads. So, like, you're like, all right, if I need something for my hair, I'm going to get Keeps, you know? Right. But it was not like you saw an ad one time and that's it. And now you remember for the rest of your life. Yeah, no, I, I, um, I, I basically, I, I've done... Like the social media part, like, but the problem with that is, like, say you advertise, mm-hmm. you got to put in, besides the money that you're investing, right? Mm-hmm. You got to put in so much time and effort into dealing with these people because, like, somebody that hits up your business that knows nothing about it is going to mm-hmm. ask you a thousand questions. Yeah. So now, say you're getting, you're getting, you know, hundreds of, of people coming in and interested in your business. That's cool. Mm-hmm. But out of 100, you're probably going to get 10. Let's just say you get 10%. Yeah. That's a big number, right? Yeah. Um, let's just say you get 10%. Um, you have to answer all hundred of those people. Yeah, you're not able to do that as one person. So now you have to hire somebody. So now you're investing more money into that to have somebody who who kind of does the intake of new clientele. Yep. So that was part of the reason that I was just like, you know what? I don't want to deal with people who don't know about my business. I mm-hmm. don't. So the way I did it was like, all right, if I have five clients, right? Mm-hmm. I'm beginning, right? You're you, you're a friend. You you have a friend. Or, or your, your, your homeboy's about to compete. You're going to recommend me to your homeboy. Yo, they do meals, blah, blah, I have five people. I do his meals so on point that he's going to 100% stick around. Or he's going to send me to, to, to his, you know, his boy that's going to compete as well. And yeah. in a few weeks, he's going to start a prep. He's going to go, bro, you got to fuck with, with my boy Bones. Like, he, he, he knows what the mm-hmm. fuck he's doing. You got you to build something that... Your clients won't find anywhere just, else. Just be good. Just be good at at what you do. Yeah. And don't worry about other people's shit. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, there's a thousand do, meal Whatever companies. you do, do it so well that if they leave... They come back. They, 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 they're going to come back. No, they, they, they'll I, be like, I've, Fuck. I've had that happen a bunch of times. Yeah. And I would, it's funny because like I would let people go. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, no, I just want to try something. Go for it. Cool. Yeah. I wasn't worried about it because I knew, I knew... And it's funny. This is how it works for me, at least. I'd lose a client. I'd get two. Yeah, I don't know how. I don't know what happened. Like it was just, I would mm-hmm. never worry about it. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people used to like, like tell me like, "Yo, how do you like?" I don't know. I just I I do a good job, and people come. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? If you're doing a good job and whatever it is that you're doing, you're you're not worried about how other people are doing it. You just do it to the best of your ability. Um, people are gonna fuck with you if yeah. you're genuine. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? If you're not seeming like you're just because a lot of these people who are just business oriented, they're just thirsty. Yeah. You know, they're going to say whatever. They're going to sound like they're selling you something. People don't want to fuck with that. Mm-hmm. If you're being a genuine person, like, nah, hit me up. You know, you need something. I got you. you know, yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll make it work for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, they'll, they'll fuck with you if you're, if you're being genuine. Um, and word of mouth is, is the best. I'll tell you why. Because, like, whenever I get a new client, and this, this has been like this for, for a long time now. This is just the way I do business now. Um, the people that hit me up already know. My clients tell Okay. Like they have com- like long conversations about it. Apparently, yeah, yeah. I just got a, cl- a new client today, right? Um, he was just like, "Yeah, how much? How much are the meals?" And usually they ask because obviously everybody has different prices. Because mm-hmm. if you've been around for a longer time, I'm yeah, giving yeah. you discounts. I'm gonna hook you up. Blah blah. You send me people. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. they asked me the price, and I was like, "Tell them the price." And I was starting to explain to them just because it's like you know I don't know what they know yet. And he was like, "No, nah, no, nah, I know everything that's going on. It's just let me know how I how I send you payment." Mm-hmm. Those are the type of sales I like doing. Yeah, they already have trust in me. Somebody vouched for me. They're gonna get the food. They're gonna try it out. 
they're not asking for hookup. They're not asking for samples. They're not asking for, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Whereas like, if you're advertising on, on social media, it's like, oh, is there any samples? Is there any packages exactly. to like test out the food? Or, you know, do you have, can, can I buy for a day? It's like, no, mm-hmm. I'm not making profit off that shit. No, the thing know? with social media is like, it's, it's not the same now that how it used to be five, six years ago. Like five, six years ago, you used to see an ad here and there. Now so many ads everywhere so unless you throw a lot of money on on advertising something through social media the the person's not gonna remember it because we're like in a go-go scrolling scrolling era of the social media right now so like if you're watching stories and you see an advertisement you're just gonna go to the next page so you have to spend a lot more money on advertisement now that you had to spend like five six years ago that's and that's that's my point yeah you know now, now, um, let me tell you another good thing about that too. Like, when you advertise, um, you don't know what you're getting. You might mm-hmm. get a fucking broke ass dude who's just yeah. like gonna try to penny pinch and like, yo, can you? If I send you some people, you take off fucking twenty five cents or a dollar or two dollars, whatever. Whereas, like, you can kind of build a clientele and get a feel for what you're getting, right? Mm-hmm. So, what I did um, was I started focusing more on the people that had money because obviously. You want to deal with people who want to buy higher portions of food. Yeah. Um, so I stopped caring so much about the smaller individual clients, which, you know, I, I you know, I'd still treated everybody the same. I still gave them good quality food. I still took care of their, you know, their diet. And But when it came to like catering to specific people, obviously, like I had my high end clients mm-hmm. who were like, yo, you wanted fucking dragon fruit. I'm going to buy you fucking dragon fruit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, so I kept these people happy. And what happens is you want recommendations from people who are actually going to do business with you, like good business. Gotcha. Um, I started letting go of the, the people that I found at the fucking barbershops and shit like that because those people would stick around for a couple of weeks and they're like, oh, I can't do it this week because, you know, my money's like, and that's cool. Like, I understand that part, but that's not exactly, if you're trying to run a, a successful business, you want to deal with stability. People who, yeah. You tell them like, yo, prices went up this week because, you know, what's going on with COVID, blah, blah. It went up $2. Like, yeah, that's cool. So how much is it? All right, cool. Boom. They send you your money. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, like, you tell somebody that who's not doing so well, um, they're going to they're gonna question it. I'm like, ah, I don't know. I, I, I'm going to see if I do it next week. And they, they disappear. Mm-hmm. Um, I started getting a clientele where it's like, these are, like, high-end people. Mm-hmm. I started, like, catering to those people a little bit more. Obviously, a lot of these people have, like, health issues. Yeah. Um, and they're it's kind of mandatory for them to, you know, Fine. be on a diet. So they're going to pay whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So now I'm at the point where, like, these people are, remember, if you're rich, you're probably going to have rich friends. Yeah. They're going to recommend you to their rich friends, charge them whatever it is. They're going to pay it. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I built my 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 um, clientele, um, like, kind of, like, fine-tuned it as I went. Okay. I let go of the people. And, and it's funny because, like, you, you see what happens where, like, you start delivering to a certain area. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're going from, like, Little Havana. Yeah, no, no, no shade, no shade to little Havana, but yeah, yeah, yeah. you're not gonna get, you're not gonna get fucking some millionaire no. like you will in fucking Coconut Grove. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Now, like most of my clientele, like the really, really high end clients, like moved to like Fort Lauderdale, like they live in Fort Lauderdale. So now we're doing most of the business in Fort Lauderdale, mm-hmm. and um, it just goes to show you like the area that you're in and and the people, the type of people you're doing business with, um, are gonna recommend you to other people that make that type of money and, mm-hmm. and it just becomes easier bro as, as you build that network mm-hmm. of, of the higher end you know tier mm-hmm. um but you can you can always like there's a lot of people who will, like sell to anybody you know what i'm saying but mm-hmm. you you have to measure how much stress is worth your time 
Gotcha. And money, you know, so like how much money are you willing to to to, you know, take for that type of stress? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of clients who even high end clients, I don't give a fuck. If you're complicated, you're giving me a hard time about like simple shit. I don't give a fuck how much money you're paying me, bro. I, I like to me, my time and my 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 happiness is everything. So I've had clients who are like giving me easy, you know, four or five hundred dollars a week. Um, and, um, you know, I just I would let them go. Yeah. You know, next week when they ordered, it's like, no, nah, that's it. Like, we're, you know, we're, we're fully booked. Yeah. yeah. You're straight. You, know what you I'm don't saying? want a headache. No, no, no. You don't want that. And it's, it's just like avoiding problems with people because those are the type of people that like try to sue you or do some crazy mm-hmm, shit just mm-hmm. because like, you know, you fucking I don't know. People are weird, dog. I, you have to be careful. You know what I'm saying? What, what's, you have to see what's worth your, your time and money yeah. and effort. 100%. And, um, yeah, that's something I'm, I'm basically that, that that's it. Like networking. Like I would say, like, bro, like, like if you want to meet people, you, you, you have to find the niche of what you want to do. That's the first thing. And now, after that, you have to be like, okay, so where are these people going? Because, so for example, let's say you want to open just the, the, meal, the meal company, what you're doing, right? Where you find people that want to buy meal preps and like have their macros, etc. at the gym. So you have to go to the gym and so network with those people and different gyms also. Because if you just go to like a trashy gym in the hood, those people start buying their food on fucking Walmart. They're not going to pay somebody to get their meal preps in, etc., etc. So you have to also know where you're going to socialize and move around, you know. Building your core network is, exactly. is, is probably the, the most important thing. Mm-hmm. So, like, I got that friend who's trying to start, you know, a company now. And he's worried about all the wrong things, you know, where he should be worried about, like, all right, I need to find the right, you know, uh, uh, the first five clients that I'm going to have that are going to build what I want. So you don't want to go and, 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 for example, if you have, like, a security company, uh, you don't want to start at like the shittiest club. I mean, you, if you have to, because yeah. that's that's where you got to start from the ground up, then then do it. But if you have the option to network, be a little bit smarter, make better business decisions, yeah. and, and 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 sell yourself a little bit better, um, and start somewhere that's going to be at a higher tier. That's going to determine what kind of security company you are and who 100%. you're, de- what type of clients you're dealing with. So it's very important to to initiate where you kind of want to be or at least close to it. Um, you know, but if you absolutely have to start from the ground up, just remember, try to transition at some point and, and, and build to where you want to be. You yeah. don't want to be a security company in a hood rat fucking club. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's what I said. Like, um, when you're starting a company, it's better for you to have, let's say, let's say you're a personal trainer. It's better for you to have three clients that are high-end clients that pay oh, yeah. you the same money Absolutely. that six clients will in the hood yeah. for two reasons. One, with three clients, you get to get better when you're starting up mm-hmm. at doing what you're doing. Right. And also, um, you start creating that network in that in, in that circle right. of people that are high end. I mean, go, going back, to yeah, that. and it's not and it's not trashing people that don't have money, etc. It's just like it's from business, the business bro. perspective. It's business. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it is I, what it I, is. When I when I was coaching, I mean, going back to that, when I was coaching, because think about it, how Walmart and and, and Whole Foods survive. Mm-hmm. If you think about the size of both companies, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like Walmart sells a lot, sells a lot more than Whole Foods, but Whole Foods sets more high end stuff. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? So they're right. probably, you know, they're both doing well. That's what I mean. Yeah. And probably the owners of fucking Whole Foods are a lot less, have a lot less stress than Walmart. They're dealing with a lot less problems probably, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So so when I, was, when I was coaching people, that was one of the things that I was like, oh, okay. Dealing with broke motherfuckers is just... It's, it's, bro, I don't like. No, it's, a, no, it's, it's a okay, fact. bro. We, we just, we just. It's, it's a we fact. Look, it's listen, a fact. You, and that's that. Anybody that's done. Business no, no, no. Like people understands. like to bullshit a lot, but that's that's reality. You no, know, dealing with broke motherfuckers is just going to cause stress. Mm-hmm. They're going to always try to beat around the bush. It's going to be hard to get. And payments. you don't want stress when you start in a company because you realistically you don't know what you're doing at the beginning. So yeah. like you don't want that stress. Right. It's just facts. You know? So um, basically, when I when I was coaching people, I started off doing like. Pretty much the people that were in the gym that I was at, which was a hood gym. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that was cool. Like, started making me some decent money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I eventually um, started transitioning to, like, higher-end clients and got, getting rid of those people who were like... Yeah. Because it was just... I didn't want to deal with the headaches of, like, people ha- haggling me, trying to haggle me for, like, reductions or, like, giving me a hard time about pain mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Once I started getting high-end clients, like, I was like, fuck it. I'd rather have two high-end clients... And probably not have that much money yeah. because I'm not dealing with 10 other fucking, you know, yeah. assholes who are giving me a hard time about mm-hmm, fucking mm-hmm. payment. Um, and eventually you started getting high-end high clients through coaching. Um, and those are the people who are willing to pay for, you know, bikini, posing, meal prep, nutrition. Yeah, you know that I'm more willing to pay the full package. The full package. Yeah. Right, you're not gonna get that much money out of somebody who, who you know, just has a part time mm-hmm, somewhere mm-hmm. or a, a, a college student who's like, you know, having a hard time. And you know, sometimes you you make the investment. Like yeah. when it came to coaching, I would take some clients for free just because, like, I'm like, oh, this guy got potential. This is gonna make me look good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a mar- you, you know, you're still getting something out of it. You're getting value out yeah. of the marketing that you could get off that client. You know, he's gonna win a show. Um, I do it for free. You know, what I'm saying I do it for very very cheap. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Um, it's just it's just transitioning, networking with the right people. Yeah. Now I have clients who like the second I, I have one specific client who recommends somebody to me, I instantly know that's gonna be a, a bag. Mm-hmm. Each one, you know what I'm saying? Just because his friends are like fucking you know, these yacht owners and mm-hmm. fucking, like these guys just have money, you know. So they usually want you to do everything for them. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, you're providing a service. They want. They want yeah, there's like there's, there's good things and bad things about having high end clients or mm-hmm. people that are willing to, that are not high end clients. What I mean by that is like, for example, let's say you had three clients and you make the same that you make with six. Mm-hmm. Well, one of those three clients leave. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Now you, 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 that has you're been, getting a big chunk of money cut yeah, on your pay. That has, that has been a problem. And <laughs> when you have six, if you lose one, I mean, like whatever. whatever. Right. You know what I'm saying? So there's right. good things risk. and bad things. There's, you know, the right. risk factor right there. Yeah. So like, you have to see which route it's you want to go. It's also harder to get those high end clients. You'll yes. get, a, you, you'll, you'll, you can easily get, you know, uh, four or five like low end, you know, uh, uh, bottom package mm-hmm. clients. Um, so I still have some, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like that, that, you know, I'll, I'm, I'm not saying no to, to, to money. I'm just not overcomplicating my life over it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, there's, there, there, there was a time where I was like, I had so many clients, I just couldn't take more clients. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was getting a lot. I don't know, I guess because we were, we had a lot of clients and we were getting, you know, a lot, a lot of word of mouth and people were recommending our social media. Mm-hmm. I was getting a lot of messages on social media and I was just like, it's better to just, I, I know this sounds like bad business, mm-hmm. but it's better to just leave it alone. Like yeah. I wouldn't respond to them 
because if once you say no to somebody, they'll never come back. Yeah. Whereas like that's true. I've had somebody like question, like send the, send us a thing and then hit us up months later. Like, yo, are, are you guys still in service? Blah, blah. And mm-hmm. you no, know, you need the client at the time you take them. You know what I'm saying? Um, a little selfish, but you know, I, I, I can't say, like I said, whenever you say no to somebody, they'll never come back. Yeah. That's very that's true. Like, that's very true. But like, so it's a good way to get rid of somebody that you don't mm-hmm. want. <laughs> don't, don't respond. No, no, no. A good way to get rid of somebody is telling them no. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember I, I had one client who was just, this chick was like fucking Lady Gaga diva type shit. And um, <laughs> I remember like, I'm, 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 I'm very polite, but I'm also not that nigga. Like, don't, don't, don't try to disrespect me. <laughs> like, this is why I work for myself because I can't have somebody telling me. You know how to do Tell, shit, or telling you or, what to do. I'm the client is always right. And I'm like, not nah, over here, bitch. This is not Amazon. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? True. I'm gonna treat you good with respect, so long as you treat me good with respect. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It goes both ways. Um, and uh, you know, that's and and what, what what would you say for someone? For example, like let's say you have a job, right? And um, you're making good money at mm-hmm. a job. That's for example. That's like yeah. you know my position right now, and you want to open a business. But that business is not going to pay you from the very beginning the money that you're making at your job. Because your situation is different because you had an accident, nothing to lose, so you just went full on your oh, business. But, that, that, but see, I want to go back to that. That's not, that's not really a, the, the only reason because I was already transitioning into that. I was mm-hmm. at the point where I had left my job anyways. Mm-hmm. I didn't give a fuck. I hated okay. my job so much that I was like, yo, I'd rather be homeless. Then fucking keep slaving for some motherfucker who's gonna treat me like I'm his little you know puppet. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I was already fed up with the with the workforce. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying. So I think you have to be brave enough to do it. There's people who are and there's people who aren't. A lot of people want to make create a business, but they don't have the balls to do it. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. You can't teach somebody yet. They got they got to really really want to do it and have the balls to do it. Mm. It's that simple. So you're 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 doing good right now, right? Yeah, no. For, for, the way the way I see it is like, and this is something that I don't know. You know, Christian Guzman, the yeah. owner, owner athlete. Well, he says something important. Like, um, he he said that he had a job, something like that, and he was no, he was training people when he was on when he was in college, right? His analogy is a little different than what I'm going from. Like, he said he, he was in college, and he didn't drop off college until his business. Start, he started making money on his business. Then he's like, okay, so this is this kickoff. Now I can quit college. And applying that to someone that has a job and is not in college, the way I see it is like open the business, run the business, don't quit your job, keep doing what you're doing. And once that business is making you the same profit as your job, or maybe like not, not the same, but like something that you can like survive, pay your bills, mm-hmm. then you can quit that job and go 100% on that business. Um, I mean, I have two different perspectives on it. Like, I agree and disagree at the same time. Because, because let's be real. Like, not all, not everyone that opens a business is going to be successful. A lot of people want to do something and they open it and then it doesn't work out. You know, and then you got to try something different. You know, um, or maybe it's not profitable for a year or two. But the reality is, you got to pay your bills. If if somebody was successful in something, you you should be able to pull it off. You might make a thousand mistakes. That person might. Like, I ended up getting lucky with photography, right? Yeah. It might take somebody else to go to photography school and do a bunch of shit to, to land that opportunity. Mm-hmm. For me, it was easy. For a lot of people, it's not. Um, that doesn't mean you should quit because 
your road is a lot longer than mine. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now, but I'm not saying quitting, but what I'm saying is like, for example, um, if you have a job, mm-hmm. don't quit that job and open the business and then let, let's see what happened with the business. Cause then what happened if the business is not profitable for a year? Well, you cannot pay your bills. Now you got to call your mom, your cousin, and your aunt. It's situational. You see what but, I'm saying? But, but but we have people like Gary. We tell you like, yo, move, move, move back with your parents. Stack some money. Do what you got to do. Do whatever the fuck you got to do to make that business work. Okay. I agree with that concept. I think that if you really want to do something, you love it. If you're broke, it doesn't matter. Okay, fuck it. You got to live with your mom. You're probably not going to be able to go on dates. You're probably not going to be able to, to blow money on new clothes. Um, but you're doing what you love. You're mm-hmm. happy. Eventually, that, that's going to that's gonna start making some money. Okay. It, it, I, I, I don't, like, look, if you really want to do something and, and, and you, you really enjoy doing it and you're probably not going to make that much money, do it. You know what I'm saying? Happiness is more important than money to me personally. Okay. Eventually, over time, just the experience that you have is going to make you an expert at whatever it is that you're trying to do. It might take you five years. It might take you six. Yeah. You might be a broke nigga. Bro, I was broke for a long time. Yeah. A long time. I didn't really start making like, I, I, I didn't realize I had financial freedom for like six years after I started working for myself. Okay. Because there would be ups and downs. You know, there'd, mm-hmm. be, there'd be months where I was like making a, 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 a decent amount of money. And then there'd be months where I'm like, oh shit, I should have stacked some money. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm broke for yeah, these yeah, next yeah, yeah. two, three months. And I eventually like the got saying, to the point. Save money for the winter time. Right, right. So, so I eventually... Learned about that. That's those are just growing pains, right? Mm-hmm. And it's it's. Um, I eventually, I eventually like like figured out how to um, balance myself, but that was just part of the process of doing gotcha. business for yourself. Um, and and you 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 get in the you you'll learn you'll learn the hard way or you know easy yeah, yeah. Easy one way, way or the other you you learn. <laughs> so um, I I I basically um, I, me personally, I think if you want to do something, do it. You know what I'm saying? If you got to move back with your parents, move back with your parents. For we'll a lot see. of people, it's like, it's like, oh, no, nah, I would never do that. I don't want to do that. Then you, ain't, you don't really want to do it that yeah. bad. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. if you love something, if mm-hmm. you love something, you're going to do whatever it takes to do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And if you're going to make money on it, like, that's even more the, 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 the reason to, to fucking go for it. Um, I'm it. not telling people to just quit your job because it depends. If you got kids, you got responsibilities, mm-hmm. obviously, take care of your responsibilities. You know what I'm saying? If, if, if to you... It's more important to have a nice house or a nice apartment or a nice car. Do that. But don't complain about the situation that you're in. You know, because yeah. you're, you're going to be like, oh, I can't just quit my job because I have a Benz. Yeah. It's like, all right. So that Benz is more important to you than your happiness and to what you want to do. Yeah. I think that that's important. It, that, that, it's funny you say that because n- not everyone wants to have a business. There's people that that's fine. They, they like to, you know, just go to a job clock in, clock out, and have zero responsibility. So having a business is not for everybody. That, well, that's the majority of people. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't like responsibility. Yeah. And a lot of people are just not good at leading. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like they, they, they want to no, be told. I'm, I'm, saying, I'm saying this because, like, n- you don't have to own a business to, to have money. Nah. That's, that's, that's not, like, the norm, you know? Like, you don't have to, like, for example, like, let's say... Uh, who can I say? Like, for example, the company uh, Tesla. Right. Elon Musk is a multi-billionaire, but trust me, the one that is like under Elon Musk is probably making more money than ninety percent of the population oh, right. in the U.S. Sure. But 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 you have to also. That's like the NBA. It's like going back to what we were talking. Exactly. About. Chances of you making it there are very small. What I mean by that is like you can you have to f- find what you want to do. You wanna 
open your business and be the boss because that's what you know that's your personality you don't want to have a boss so you open a business right but if for you having a job is not a problem just go full on that career you know like uh network and try to get to the top because it's two different paths you can go you can go the path of opening a business and build your own shit or you can go the path of like you know getting good at your career and be the best in the industry right two different paths that you can I mean, it, it, it depends who you ask, bro. It, it depends the mentality you have. If you if you have that's what I'm saying, like the, the mentality, mentality of like, an entrepreneur, like for you, you can have a boss. Like if someone tell you, "Bones, mm-hmm. go move that box and put them there," you probably go be like, "Fuck you, mm-hmm. move it yourself." Yeah, you know. But there's some the other people like, "Hey, move that box here, sir." You know. Yeah, the like, so, and you're gonna pay me for this, all right? Cool. Yeah, you're gonna I'm pay saying, me for yeah, moving that box. Sure, let's it do just, it. It just depends, man. Depends the type of person you are. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're willing to do that, but the thing about that is like. Money is not important for everybody. Yeah, that's the same mentality. So that person that wants... Like, for me, I'd rather build something in the future that will be remembered, that just make money here, and then when I'm gone, I'm gone. Yeah. You know? I mean, uh, I have a lot of theories on, like... (laughs) So, so I I want to create something that that I'm going to be remembered for. I don't know what the fuck it is. I I love a lot of things. Yeah. Um, but I don't know exactly which one I'm best at. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's 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 something that I'm like thinking about. The older I get, yeah. Um, because you know, obviously, time starts to run out. You start to get a little, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, desperate. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, yo, what the fuck? What am I doing? What am I doing with my life? Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I want to figure out something that that I can create. Um, that's more important to me than, than like becoming a millionaire. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because like, I'm not like a big spender on anything mm-hmm. really. I don't, I don't go clubbing. I don't do drugs. I yeah. don't do anything. Like I don't blow money on anything really. So, um, I think more important to me is like creating something yeah. and that, that, that's where I'm at now mentally. Cause like, I know, I know like business wise, like I can, I can, if I, if I focus hundred percent, I go super hard on like, even like my meal prep, I can turn that into like a, a very, very, very big company and, and hire people and do that and um but it's not my interest right now it's kind of like what's sustaining me and helping me transition to other businesses which was mm-hmm. kind of the way that i did it with photography into bodybuilding into gotcha. into meal prep and now from meal prep i'm transitioning into more like um what interests me more now which is like cryptocurrency stock market and, mm-hmm. and F- nfts you know what i'm saying so i'm utilizing a lot of the money that i make and profits and stuff like that and putting it into that you know I've taken losses. I've I've, I've earned a, a decent amount of money. I've gotten lucky. I've gotten unlucky. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just part of the process. You know what I'm saying? I'm meeting the correct people. Networking is very important, mm-hmm. and um, I'm getting a lot of information from from the right people. You know what I mean? And you keep growing. I, I, that's 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 gonna be. I think that's gonna be my next move. Is gonna be transitioning into into that 100. percent Like yeah. I don't want to be in meal prep for the rest of my life. It's just not my passion. It's not yeah. what I love doing. I, yeah. I'm not even a cook. <laughs> so yeah. Both my brothers are chefs. I ended up being the one that's dealing with food services. There you go. <laughs> so it's just because I know how to sell myself. I know how to sell, mm-hmm. you know, a, a, a product and, and how to do it well. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what you 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 have me do. I'm going to try to do um, a very good job at it. Um, and that's why I think you need to have the, that boss mentality. Mm-hmm. That you and, and, and perfectionist, you have to be a perfectionist. You need to try to do something so well that you don't have to market yourself; it sells itself. You know what I'm saying? That's very important, right? Because in social media, for example, there's a lot of companies that rely on the person 
behind the company more than the company. You know yeah. what I mean by that? Like, for example, let's say X, Y, whatever, bodybuilder. And they open, they open a, 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 a clothing line, right? A clothing line, whatever, whatever name. Like, for example, like, there's a guy called Brandon. And um, people that buy his clothes buy the clothes not because the clothes are good they buy the clothes because he's the owner of the companies and they want to support him as a person but it's not the actual company where they find value you know what i mean so that's the thing and that's what I, that's what i mean by that like you got to build something and every time you create a company that doesn't rely on you but it's more about uh, the value that you're giving the person that's buying whatever you're selling do you agree with that or not yeah, I don't uh, know. I, I was <laughs> such a, say that again one more time. No, I'm saying like you had to build something that people buy, buy it because they find value on it, and not because you're the person behind the company. You know what I mean by that? Right. Like you open. A, let's say. Let's say you open. A, a, you're referring a, to like what? Like 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 social media. Yeah, exactly. Like for example, like let's let's say you open. Let's say you come open a clothing line company. Man, we can talk about the Bo- bones, whatever yeah. clothing line, right? People are buying the clothes because they like the clothes or they're buying the clothes because they want to support you as a person. Man, that's crazy because like there's two ways you can. Well, there's there's a fucking lot of ways you can you can market yourself and you can market your business. I think that that like being the brand itself is problematic Mm -hmm. because here's the problem with that. So Tesla, for example, if Elon Musk goes and, and, and rapes a chicken. Mm-hmm. PETA and all the people who love animals yeah. are going to cancel him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If he does some sort of crime where like it's involving children or something like that, like he hurts somebody. The company going to take a hit. It's, oh, it's, not, it's going down. Yeah. It's going down. Unless that, he steps that's down. That's a perfect example right there, if, actually. If he doesn't step down, because you see what happens every time he says some crazy shit mm-hmm. on, on, the, the, on Twitter. The stock, stock to the plummets. And goes he, down. He does it because he, he, he doesn't give a fuck. He loves his project. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So he knows. He's like, fuck cancel culture. He does whatever he wants. I think mm-hmm. he just tests the water, really. Like, the guy is just so successful and he's so passionate about what he does that he's, he's confident. Like, his company's still going to be all right. Mm-hmm. But still, that's a perfect example of like, being the brand itself is is like I would never want to be the brand to anything because yeah. I don't want that type of pressure because I might just punch somebody in the face. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I might I want to I want to have the freedom to go somewhere and and have dinner with somebody. And also, is if you find out five years, ten years down the line that you don't really like doing that shit no more, someone offer you some money to buy your company, you can do it. Right. And it's the company gonna have the same value because you are not the brand. Yes. And, and, the brand and, is the brand. Being the brand is also pretty dope too because, and like you said, anything you do is gonna sell. But the problem with that is like Logan Paul sells an NFT. He 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 probably didn't know it was a scam, but. People that have money are going to try to use your your brand, your name, yep. to to get clout. And people will buy it just because it's Logan Paul's shit, right? Like, mm-hmm. Logan Paul said it's cool. Let's buy this shit. Now it's a scam. Now you just fucked yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or if, in other way, like, if Logan Paul did something, goes into a forest and records somebody who committed suicide, mm-hmm. now your fucking project just got fucked. Exactly. So it's like, it's, it's, a, it's a double-edged sword. Um, but... It, it could be it could be good like it, it's good for profit I think that being the brand is not sustainable for the long run as just like well I mean it's a lot of pressure you have to you have to continue to be the brand for the rest of your life yeah so you have to like, think about guy. it like this for example I'm gonna give you one example right now like the UFC and 
and Tesla himself. Like, right now, people don't think about it because Elon Musk is not that old, neither the owner of uh, the, the UFC. But you're going to get to the point, like, let's say when Elon Musk is fucking 80, people are like, oh, my God, what's going to happen to Tesla if Elon Musk passed away and shit? You know what I'm saying? I mean, people still going to He's a genius, him. so he's, yeah. he's the brain behind yeah. the company. Yeah. So people don't know which route the company is going to go once he's, you know, yeah. not around anymore. The same with the UFC. You know, there's a lot of pressure on, what's his name? Uh, Dana White. Right. He's the right. genius, the brain behind the company. So at some point, he's not around anymore. People will be like, what the fuck is going to happen with the UFC? So that's the, that's the problem. Right? You want something that it will go down generations and just, you know, sustainable. Something sustainable. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't. I, I used to want to be the brain. Like when I was doing bodybuilding, just because yeah, you, like, want, you wanted that clout. <laughs> yeah, I wanted clout, bro. Just because I, I, I thought that that was the way that I was gonna make all my businesses grow. Mm-hmm. But then I realized, like, as I just kind of forgot about myself mm-hmm. and worried more about the business itself, which kind of fucked me. Like, there's no balance. Mm-hmm. It was like I stopped working out. I stopped. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I stopped being focused on me yeah. and focused more on like the clientele and stuff like that. And you know, that was the way for me to make it. That's that's the way that it worked best for me. And and I feel like it's kind of better, bro. To be honest with you, like yeah. I have the freedom to like look the way I look now. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, I got a dad bod with no kids. <laughs> so, you, you, your pressure comes fun. from the company doing well, and not so much for you doing well, so the company right. does well. Yeah, you have to. You have you, it's a it's a lot of pressure to be the brand. Like Logan yeah. Paul always has. If Logan Paul puts on fucking eighty pounds and just gets fat, he's gonna get cooked. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And his brand might, like, you know, there might be people there. Like, he might say something that. Perfect example right now. What happened to Conor McGregor and his whiskey company? Mm. The moment he started losing, nobody's buying the fucking whiskey no more. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's the way. Yeah, man, that's crazy. But but that's the thing. It's just a lot of pressure. Like, yeah. can you imagine? You had to fuck. What did he do? He sold the company, but the company's not doing that well right now. You know what I'm saying? Because. He, he made his money, though. Yeah, he made his money because he sold the company. But I'm saying, like, when he started losing. The company lost a lot of, you know, value. Right. Because he was not winning right. the fights no more and shit like that. And that's the problem with being the brand. Right. Shit. It's, it's, it's too much pressure. I'd rather, I'd rather not be the brand. Yeah. Um, though it's it's pretty cool. I guess when you're younger, it's cool to have the yeah. clout because you can, like, get bitches and shit like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, a, lot of com- a lot of things come with it. You, you know, you probably get into clubs for free and shit like that. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's also, like, if you did I something I think it's, if you just happen, let's say you become famous in social media and you become the brand i think that you have to plan ahead and be like all right for the next five years i'm gonna squeeze this shit i'm gonna sell everything merch these that whatever take all the money and invest it in something that i'm not like the face of that company invest into into uh, other brands Other brands Oh let's say oh, Simple you. Like let's say You make all the money And you invest it In real estate You don't have to Be the brand For your real estate To do good Something yeah. like that That's how you see Unless you're Grant Cardone Exactly <laughs> <laughs> That's a different conversation <laughs> yeah, But um Yeah man it, it, you, it, We've been on For like an hour And 22 minutes now An hour and 22 minutes Damn yeah. We've been talking a lot yeah, and we didn't even get into crypto, really. Nah, but you, that's that's, that's, a, whole that's a whole new topic. I, I got I got some people I would like to involve in that too. So yeah, uh, crypto that, is crypto's deep. Yeah, no, nah, not for sure. Um, but yeah, I'm good, man. Yeah, you, you want to wrap it up? Yes, sir. All right. So the next week, All right. later.